Yeah, this is a pretty important moment for us, not just because it's the first episode, but because I have my main man, Donald Akpalugo here, history teacher at Dalton School. Donald, how are you doing? Good, man. Feeling pretty uh, honored to be uh, your first guest. I'm excited to kind of about, you know, independent education. I kind of want to get right into it. Uh, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, who you are, and sort of how you got to be where you are, specifically Klingenstein? Yeah, absolutely. So it's um, it's kind of interesting looking back from sort of 2000, you know, 2020. Um, so I was born and raised in Manchester, England. Um, came out to the States in 2007. Um yeah, was a was a basketball player and kind of wanted to continue to uh, pursue that. And uh, sort of became clear to me that um, in order to do that, I'd have to come out to the States. Uh, I, was, I, was, I was able to sort of learn about the um, sort of New England boarding school landscape uh, from a friend of my mom's and, uh, you know, got in touch with a bunch of different coaches and um, just ended up that the the coach at Deerfield Academy in, in Western Massachusetts was probably the um the the one coach who uh sort of sort of uh showed me the most attention, really was was excellent about communicating with me and and you know, before I knew it I had sort of decided to come out and, and sort of do uh my junior and senior year at, at Deerfield. So that was a that was a huge change of scenery for me uh, as you can imagine um and uh you know it it really was uh a, a significant um game changer i mean i try and look back and imagine sort of what my my life would have looked like had i stayed um in the uk and uh mm-hmm. attended uh university um but had a had a couple of incredible years at, at deerfield um and then was a little, a little traumatized by the New England winters. I know, I know, I know you know that. Uh, I know you know that them pretty well. Uh, um, Too and, familiar. Uh, so I headed out west for for college. Um, was at Pomona College, and and you know, I, I, I'll be honest. I didn't really um, expect to um, go into independent school education. I guess I, you know. It, it was only really in hindsight that I, I realized the, the, the impact that my, my, my time at Deerfield had had on me. Um, but, but sort of, you know, I ended up applying to a couple of different positions and, and uh, found myself at, at the Thatcher school, um, which is a small boarding school in, in Ojai, California. Um, had an incredible four years at, at Thatcher um and it was really just you know one of those places where it was kind of the best of both worlds i mean you kind of had this rigorous kind of um prep school experience but but also uh you know the beautiful california weather so it was a it was a nice change of scenery and <laughs> and um after four years at, at thatcher i um headed back east um to the dalton school on uh, the upper east side in manhattan and and that's where i've been for the past um three four years um and you know it's been it's been incredible to sort of 
be able to have these two experiences on on opposite coasts to 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 compare right sort of east coast west coast boarding school day school um and i've just really been fortunate to ha- to have had a number of incredible mentors along the way who um have really um just provided a lot of guidance uh, for me and and I, you know, I think it's really in, in retrospect and in in, in and, and in reflection, in reflecting that I've been able to really understand um, the ways in which sort of these seeds were sown uh, early on, um, the attention, the mm. guidance uh, that I received um, uh, in those two years at Deerfield. You know, I, I think I I didn't mm. realize. Um, that I drank the Kool-Aid, but, you know, I think there's something about the independent school experience and particularly the residential academic experience that really spoke to me. Uh, you know, I was a good student before, before I came to the States, but it was, I really felt like I was able to, to blossom um, and uh, really explore a number of different uh, interests. So, um, you know, that's kind of where I'm at right now. I, you know, I've obviously I'm with you in this in this Klingenstein um, independent school leadership uh, program, and just excited to sort of uh, continue to to grow uh, as an educator. You know, I I'm sure we'll talk a little bit about our our aspirations as as, as leaders in, in independent school education, but it's 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 interesting to sort of look back on the on the past 13, 40, 14 years and and sort of see where I started and and see where I'm at right now. So I'm a, I'm a high school uh, history teacher and um, also the high school equity chair at, at the Dalton School and um, I'm sort of involved with a bunch of other things that I'm sure we'll, we'll get into. Well, it's an interesting journey, right? You get, you're going across the country, uh, you're, you're, you're going across the ocean, um, but it's clear to me that there was something in that Deerfield experience, you call it drinking the Kool-Aid. And as we know, right, the Kool-Aid can, can be sweet sometimes, but there's all sorts of other stuff in it. And, and we'll probably get into that. But what I'm curious about is um, doing this Klingenstein program and then returning to Dalton. What, what has changed in that sort of one year um, since doing your first summer at Klingenstein? Wow. Um, it's a great question. You know, I, uh, a whole lot has changed both, I think, in terms of my, uh, my own understanding of myself in relation to like the work that I do but also I think you know last summer was incredible um you know I I think it really forced me to be intentional in many ways and to really kind of look back on my experience and um in 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 a lot of different ways and I you know I think it, it it helped me have a lot more uh how do I say this uh empathy uh, patience mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. for um, mm-hmm. sort of the leaders in our community. I think sort of, you know, being able to to get both this sort of macro, micro and sort of more macro bird's eye view of sort of the organizational uh, levers, right, in our schools um, uh, was important for me. Uh, you know, there was a, an incredible class, well, a bunch of bunch of incredible classes uh, last summer. The, the negotiations class really spoke to me uh, in many ways, both in terms of my private my 
professional life and my, and my private life, right? So what does it mean to, to be ready and open to engage in difficult conversations, right? What does it mean to be able to sort of negotiate um, uh, a salary uh, and make a case for what you believe um, is a value that you bring, right? Um, what does it mean to, to engage in sort of leadership as, uh, as change, right? To sort of think about the culture at your school, both the hidden and the, and the, and the, um, and the scene, right? The unseen and the scene. Um, you know, I think it made me just, it made me sort of slow down in many ways and, and, um, sort of be a little bit more intentional about my, about my experience and sort of, what I was seeing, what I was interacting with on my, on my day-to-day experience, it, it, it made me, um, it has made me much more curious, right. In many ways about certain uh, departments and um, uh, spheres of, um, of, of, of our schools that um, I was sort of before had not uh, particularly curious about. Um, and it's and it's it's energized me um you know it's it's you know and this is sort of a a, a process that is is a continual uh sort of continues to be the case it you know i i'm sure you can can understand this right there's a sort of back and forth of you know thinking about you know to what extent am i cut out for this work you know in terms of sort of leadership mm-hmm. um uh how much is how much is me being a leader going to require me to sort of compromise myself right these questions of mm-hmm. sort of authenticity and uh, identity mm-hmm. and um but you know i'm 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 thankful that um uh the program has and, and you know we've especially particularly this summer we've been um fortunate enough to have a number of leaders really come in who have been able to put me at ease and and, and really um communicate to me that um you know it's that authenticity piece is is central right you know you're able to communicate sort of most effectively when you're you're speaking from the heart when you're speaking from that from that sort of personal um viewpoint so um it's been exciting you know it's it's obviously tough uh doing this remotely and uh i you know i wish i was sat in a room with you right now and and the other members of our cohort but you know i i considering you know i've been pleasantly surprised sort of how how much i've enjoyed the past uh week um how much i've been able to get out of it and uh the the six hours on on zoom is 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 tough but i you know i wouldn't um Mm. i'm glad i'm doing it with um with you guys and uh, wouldn't have it any other way so you know, I'm hearing, I'm, I'm hearing the word openness, right? I'm hearing the word openness and I'm, all, I'm hearing through that openness. It's almost as if you, I don't want to go too far, but like develop another consciousness, you know, in a way of understanding how another sector of the school is working, maybe the leadership team, which in some ways it sounds like there is a potential aspiration to. Um, but I'm also hearing that with that comes that tension, right? That tension of now I understand how another part of the school is operating and the tension that exists between those two pieces. And I hear you talk about slowing down. How's that, what does that feel like to you to, to, to slow down, to gather information, to remain curious, but in some ways, right, that slowing down means that you're not sort of doing it in a way that 
it sounds like you might have done maybe two, three years ago. So it's, you know, it's, it's interesting because it's, it's, it's both a slowing down and, you know, I've, you know, both, both of us have, have, have taken on right more responsibilities over the last couple of years um, in our respective schools. And, and so on the one hand, it's a slowing down, but on the, on the, on the, on the other hand, there's a, there's a, there's a way in which it, it has also been difficult to find that, that, that time to sort of, to breathe and to stop and to reflect. But um, it's, it's really just a question of, you know, you, you described it well as this openness, you know, I think it's, um, you know, I'm reminded of sort of one of the things Noni, Noni Thomas Lopez talked about in terms of seeing herself as, as the chief marketing officer at her school. Right. And, and it's, that, that's one of the things that has really changed for me over the past the past week is uh, just to take that as an example right thinking about marketing that's always something i sort of thought about as you know this this thing somewhat divorced from what's going on in the trenches right uh that is that it's sort of Mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. this uh, you know is being done by you know a group of people in an office and is you know is outward facing right um and you know i think that it's been incredible to sort of think about the ways in which marketing is not just this sort of pub this um displaying value but also creating value the right the ways in which marketing is sort of dialogic right is 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 both outward and inward facing and and thinking about the ways in which we're all right marketers we're all engaged in this process of trying to articulate um mm-hmm. right that that tension that you spoke about right sort of between uh our current reality and sort of what we aspire to be as as, as independent schools um and i think just you mm-hmm. know the 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 multiplicity of voices um you know really just allows me to have a um, a much better, much more substantive, nuanced understanding of really what it what it takes and what it will continue to take, right, to sort of bridge that gap between sort of um, uh, who we are and who we who we aspire to be. So speaking about, you know, the multiplicity and coming and coming to understand that, you know, you recently took a, a, a trip to Ghana um, to to get a better uh, understanding of the diaspora. Can you just tell us a little bit about, you know, the planning of that trip, how that came to be, um, who, who you went with? And then uh, we can certainly talk about what that did for you and, and, and for the oh, students. Abs- yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it's. You know, uh, <laughs> I can tell you from sort of being in the the being in the middle of sort of quarantine and sort of transitioning from uh, to to distance learning. I there, there've been a number of moments over the last couple of last couple of months where I, I wish I was back on the beach in in Cape Coast. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, it was a life changing experience there, and it was you know so this was just to sort of take you back to sort of the inception um, of this trip. Um, this was something that really evolved out of um, you know me and a couple of my colleagues just kind of uh, we saw this sort of project that the New York Times put out right the sixteen nineteen project right this 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 project that's really was looking at looking to sort of 
um, highlight and, and, and in some ways commemorate sort of the 400 year um, anniversary of uh, the first sort of um, uh, African peoples uh, sort of arriving in the British, um, in the British um, uh, North American colonies. Um, and this, and this sort of, we, we saw how this was sort of coinciding with um, what the uh, Ghanaian uh, president was, was um, uh, calling the year of return. Right. So um, mm-hmm, basically mm-hmm. what the, um, what the Ghanaian president said uh, back in 2019 was we're open, we're opening up our borders. We want folks from the, from the diaspora to, to return, right. To come home to, to rekindle and re and reconnect those, uh, with the motherland and to and to sort of um, explore their identity and their uh, in relation to the continent um, but also to sort of rethink right what um, what pan-african solidarity means right in in, in 2019 in the 21st century um, for those that don't know uh, Ghana um, or what was referred to as the Cape Coast colony in, in the colonial period was, was in many ways on the vanguard um, when it came to sort of uh, pan-African uh, unification, solidarity, um, President Kwame Nkrumah. So Ghana, Ghana becomes independent in 1957. Uh, Nkrumah holds the All-Africa People's Conference in 1958, right? invites a number of African leaders um, to Accra, um, really just to sort of think about um how they can partner right partner and collaborate um um sort of towards this goal of of uh self-determination right of sort of ridding ridding themselves of of uh, european uh colonial occupation so uh it was quite fitting that, that ghana would be the the country to host uh, this sort of year of return and um so with that in mind i sort of planned this trip and was able to take um I actually went out and scouted scouted out the itinerary the summer be- the summer before um and was able to take 21 of my students uh there uh, over this past winter break um 19 of the 21 were students of of African descent uh so that's either African Americans Caribbean Americans um uh continental uh, Africans and it was a it was it was a you know a life changing experience. Um, it was a an incredible um, opportunity where we sort of were able to engage with sort of pre colonial, um, colonial and sort of post colonial Ghana, right? And 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 sort of the 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 book, you know, there was a reader, but there was also sort of a book that uh, was kind of the. Um, the the text for the trip and that was um yeah Gyasi's uh homegoing um which is an incredible um book if, if folks haven't read it it sort of take it sort of starts and, and takes a look at um these two half sisters uh in sort of uh 18th century early 18th century ghana one of them gets sold into slavery and the other one uh marries a british colonial officer and it basically the book follows these two half sisters and sort of the stories of their descendants over several uh, generations. And um, 
So it was incredible to sort of spend the the, the months leading up to this trip reading uh, this book with with my students and 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 listening to them share right sort of um, what Africa means to them in terms of their black identity right and and and, and it was just incredibly mm-hmm. powerful to, to to hear right sort of the again sort of come back to this idea of, of sort of the multiplicity of voices right so the different ways in which they were understanding themselves in relation to the continent right we're not a monolith and and, and it was um i just feel incredibly blessed to have had that that opportunity um you know it's it's something that we obviously had the privilege to um to 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 embark on but um you know one of my one of my hopes is that this is this is a type of trip that um can be scaled up you know on a on a on a mm-hmm. on a national on a national level i mean i i really look look at the trip as as a form of of birthright right i mean i think that we there's, there's there are some ways in which we can take a page out of um the, the book of our uh, our jewish brothers and sisters and 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 think about the ways in which um right these these opportunities to return right and and to sort of think about um your your identity your heritage uh and sort of what what that what those ideas of solidarity mean today are incredibly valuable for the for the, for the jewish community and i and i think that there's, that there's absolutely no reason why um folks of african descent living in the diaspora cannot cannot also have uh similar um experiences so i've actually been i've been talking to a couple of different folks at the um the Smithsonian uh, Museum about about what it look like to to sort of create um, an opportunity like this for you know for for high school students uh, of African descent to, to embark on these on these on these journeys and um, mm-hmm. I don't I don't want it just to be my students who were able to sort of benefit from such a uh, sort of such a fulfilling um, life changing experience. But if we can if we can pause on your students just for a moment, because we're we're at this interesting time where finally schools are paying attention to the fact that uh, there's a large segment of their students who don't feel at home within their walls, and a in a trip like this, um, as you call it, the birthright, can do a lot of wonderful things for for students. And I wonder, especially given the interesting timing, because probably when you came back, you only had a small amount of time before. Um, COVID hit and distance learning taken over, took over. But I wonder, you know, it, was there anything that you noticed either while there or, or upon the return as far as just um, your student's sense of being? Yeah, no, that's a great question. You know, there was, um, you know, I think that the, the sort of a, you know, again, <laughs> the we're few and far between right when it comes to black folks and independent schools Mm -hmm. so you know i was already pretty close and connected with a lot of the kids who were on this trip these uh you know i i advise the um our affinity our affinity group um well our we have so we have like a man of color affinity group and a woman of color affinity group and then we uh those groups will join up um and have and have sort of joint meetings as well and and I, I just was, it, it was incredible to see sort of the, the camaraderie um, and the, sort of the support mm-hmm. network that this trip had 
provided for these individuals. I mean, we we sort of engaged in this uh, activity at the end of the trip where I, I had um, sort of our, it was our last night in Accra, and you know I had each of them. Uh, sort of write these anonymous notes uh, to each other, just expressing gratitude about mm. their experience over the past 10 days. And um, and the kids thought they were going to get to read them straight away. And I was like, oh, no, like, I'm going to hold on to these. And, uh, you know, I held on to them and um, for a couple of months. And I was and they were they were <laughs> they weren't happy about it. They were like, well, you know, they wanted to read what their peers <laughs> had to say about them. But I was like, trust, just trust me. Uh, you know, when you're when you're in the middle of uh, midter midterms week, uh, exam week, and you're you're struggling, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you these these notes of gratitude, and it's just it's gonna it's gonna transport you back to this 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 um this experience um, to the memories that you made out here, and um and and I did it, you know. I think some of them forgot, even forgot that these notes had been written, and then I um, I shared them. I shared these notes with them several months later, and um, to a T, uh, they were just so excited to, um, to 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 in a way be forced to stop and reflect and think back on this experience that they had had. Right? I mean, you. I know this is I'm sure, I'm sure the case of Roxbury Latin, but. You know, once once you get once you get back into the swing of things, when you come back from break, before you know it, um, you know the next break's already around the corner. I mean, we mm-hmm. our kids are um, we ask a lot of our kids, and there's a there's an incredible um, there's an incredible amount of pressure put on them, and and they rise to the occasion. But it was it was nice to have this opportunity for them to sort of stop and and, and reflect back on on this experience, which was you know um was a in many ways a, a a difficult experience i mean we were visiting we were visiting uh you know slave castles and dungeons right on the on the yeah. on the coast of of ghana we were uh we visited the site of of one of the you know one of the the second largest slave markets uh in uh in ghana uh you know it wasn't all it wasn't all um sad and and solemn but um there were some difficult parts of this experience and i think that um in the moment right for many of them for almost all of them this was their first time on the continent and uh, mm-hmm. it can be difficult when when you're so proximate to the experience to be able to look at it um objectively if that's even possible right but i think that sort of with with a little distance with a little time they were really able to sort of reflect back on on the experience and um you know i think to sort of connect this to sort of the situation that many of our schools found 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 ourselves in um over the last couple of weeks the very same kids were the ones who were leading these town halls right mm-hmm. as we were clo- mm-hmm. as we were close as 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 our as our year was coming to a close it was the very same kids who were on this trip who were the ones speaking up asking mm-hmm. for their voices to be heard right advocating for the student body right demanding that the administration listens to them and so um for me to sort of think back on 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 on, on this sort of six weeks removed from this trip i i I'm just so thankful. I'm so blessed to have had the opportunity to have that experience. And, and I felt so proud, you know, I, I can imagine this was tough for you as well. 
Um, I was really struggling just sort of in the wake of, of George Floyd and, and Breonna mm-hmm. Taylor and, and um, um, sort of the other killings. I was really struggling not being able to be in the room with my, with my black students uh, and be there for them. And, and, you know, zoom a lot, zoom lets us do a lot of different things, but uh, it's, it's tough to be able to sort of, be there and sort of support your students and and so i was just so proud to see the initiative that they took the bravery um the um the audacity the uh, how resolute they were and and so it's you know i'm still reflecting on that that experience i mean i you know um i'm excited to sort of have have a lot have a bunch of those students in some of my my electives uh, next year and um but we're definitely gonna have to get together once once things start opening up i've, I've promised them all that we'll we'll go and, and get some african food in, in harlem so uh a little reunion is definitely in order Yeah, the, and there there is something about what you're saying about support, right? This idea that, you know, feeling supported in a lot of ways almost enables one to to um, to, to to be a little bit more voiceful. Um, I, I look at a trip like that in the sense of like grounding in your roots, and now that you're grounded, um, it's that much easier to sort of uplift your voice. Um, in a way that I, I really worried about not only myself, but some of my students sort of um, swaying in the wind by themselves um, and not having sort of that anchor. And I've been really, really, really proud of the kids, just like you have been in the sense of where there wasn't, they found and they found each other. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. And, and just to just to go back to that, that point, the, the point that you maybe sort of think think about a little bit more is. You know, I think for a lot of these kids and, you know, we had them journaling every day on this trip, you know, I think for them, you know, they talked about sort of having it's one thing to kind of learn about the the black Atlantic, the Atlantic slave trade, the, you know, uh, slavery. It's one thing to read about that stuff in books, but I think there was a way in which they were connected to that experience and sort of saw what their ancestors endured with their own mm-hmm. with their own eyes right they were stood in those 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 dungeons right they could smell right they could there was this it was mm-hmm. a tactile sensory experience and i think that while it was tough i think a lot of them came out standing a little straighter uh, mm-hmm. uh, i think a lot of them felt proud um to and i think a lot of them also felt blessed uh you know i think they understood that like and also they understood how important they are, you know, they, you know, they understood how important they are. I'm thinking of a, there's a story I remember, um, there's a story I remember hearing about um, Maya Angelou uh, um, and this intervention she had with these, these two young black boys who were sort of at each other's th- throats and, and she sort of, you know, talked, talked to them and spoke to them about sort of their worth. And, you know, one of them ended up being Tupac Shakur and it, mm. you know, and, and it just completely, that experience, that intervention is completely, you know, turned, turned um, his, his, his life around. But I, but I think about the ways in which 
to be confronted with the horror, the ugliness, the evil, right, that, that, that their ancestors had to endure and to still know that in spite of that, right, um, black folks were able to prosper, right? In spite of that, black folks were able to find joy. Um, I think in many ways that has been a grounding um, and anchoring experience for them uh, as they as they find themselves trying to sort of understand some of these these violent uh, images um, um, and, and videos that that we continue to sort of be uh, subjected to. So. Well, as somebody who's going to have to uh, continue to help our, our youth make sense of uh, that and, and the world around them, I'm wondering what a trip like that uh, did for you, but also, right, just where you're at on your own journey, right? You're in an interesting place. You've been a history teacher for a while, taking on um, some extra responsibilities in the midst of a leadership program. If I hear you correctly, there's definitely some, if I would call it skepticism, maybe some ambivalence, um, maybe some tension about uh potentially becoming full-blown administration. Um, and so I guess I'm wondering where, where you're at uh, as far as what, where, where your journey is, where do you think that um, your impact truly lies? Yeah. You know, it, <laughs> the answer to that question changes every day. Uh, <laughs> you know, I think, um, and this is something that, you know, obviously uh, let me just say congratulations on your, on your new, uh, your new appointment as, as director of community and culture at, at Roxbury Latin. I, I know this is definitely something. Thank you. That, thank you. I know this is definitely something you're thinking about as well. I mean, I think we we're educators. We love being in the classroom, right? I mean, that that's what gets me up in the morning um, is being able to sort of have these conversations with, with students and to, um, you know, um, push them and, and to have them push me and, and the more that I talk to you know, independent school administrators, you know, the more I hear about sort of how difficult it is to maintain that connection to the classroom. And it's, it's something that I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking about um, a lot. And, you know, I think my ideal, my ideal situation would be some, some sort of role that, that allowed me to some sort of hybrid role that allowed me to, remain in the classroom uh, in some way. Uh, you know, I think that some of the best administrators are, are uh, people who, who know what it's like to be in the trenches, right? Who mm-hmm. can, who can speak from that, that, that position, um, who've had that experience. Um, it, it's incredibly difficult for uh, administrators who have not been in the classroom to, um, to empathize, um, mm-hmm. to understand the rhythm of the year, um, um, the ways in which it's, 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 it can be all consuming. So, you know, for me, obviously this, this sort of global citizenship and, and ethics component is, is, is important for me. I, you know, I've, I've led trips to taking students to Ghana, uh, took students to, when I was at, when I was at the Thatcher school, I took students to Senegal and uh, Cambodia and, you know, it's, it's planning those trips uh a lot of work but you know it doesn't feel like work for me you know Mm. it's 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 um i find it so rewarding so fulfilling uh so i you know i think that as i start to think about sort of administrative opportunities i you know i definitely i love the curriculum planning component you know i think 
um, opportunities to be engaged in, in sort of curriculum design and sort of thinking about how we can make our, our, our um, uh, curriculum more inclusive, more, more representative, um, uh, sort of our pedagogical sort of practices. Um, but yeah, this global citizenship and ethics component, you know, opportunities for sort of expeditionary learning um, uh, continue to be important for me. So, you know, I think in the short term, uh, it would certainly be sort of a hybrid type position that I would be, I'd be looking for. Um, so, you know, it's, and in terms of the, in terms of the long term, I, I do, I do still aspire to be, to be a head of school someday. Um, I think this past, uh, there's that moment at the at POCC where they, they ask folks who are who are thinking of becoming heads mm. of school to stand up, and it's it's only this past year that I I've actually this past year is the first time I actually stood up. I think, um, you know, sort of as we were talking about earlier on, um, there's a certain amount of imposter syndrome I think for folks who historically have not been part of these communities or these institutions. But um, the more that time goes on, I think the more that I I I believe uh, that this is work that I can do. Uh, it's work that I'm passionate about. And it's in many ways, it's work that I'm already doing. Um, you know, I think it's so, yeah, to, to make a, yeah, to sort of, you know, to really get to the point, I, I think that um, finding an, an opportunity that sort of allowed me to get the best of both worlds to sort of be able to make institutional um wide change and um and sort of be a part of those sort of uh conversations but also to sort of maintain this 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 connection to students in the classroom mm -hmm. would be would really would really be ideal for me yeah i think we're a lot in the, i think we're very similar in that way um in a lot of ways getting our value and identifying as teachers and the relationships uh, that we're building with students and it's clear that you also you know enjoy the the subject matter um, itself and what it could do for kids. Um, so I'm, I'm seeing a bit of hesitancy because you don't want to leave that piece. I, I guess, you know, one of my final questions for you is, you know, as you are approaching something like a head of school, you know, what besides, you know, leaving the classroom um, is something that um, gives you pause, something that you want to reflect on and think of if that's something you want to be a part of, or it could, yeah. Yeah, it's a it's, it's a it's a great question. I mean, I think it you know this 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 uh, op this op ed that we just that we were just recently assigned is really gave me the opportunity to 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 pause and, and reflect on this very question. Um, you know, I think this is work you have to believe in, right? Mm -hmm. um, and to 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 you know, as Noni said, to be the chief marketing officer you you got to be able to speak from the heart and really truly believe in your school and in your teachers and your staff and your students and you know i think that um a journey i i am i am i i still find myself on is is um really under really sort of trying to sort of understand uh, the value that I see in, in, in independent schools. Um, yeah. And it's, again, it's stuff that we live right on the day to day, but I think being able to sort of take a step back and, and really be able to articulate that is, is something that I'm, I'm, I'm in the process of doing. I mean, I think 
reflecting on on again sort of recent events and, and sort of seeing the pain that you know a lot of our students um are in um and and sort of seeing what you know having these conversations that in many ways feel can at times feel like they're you know sort of a broken record um it 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 can be disheartening at times but i but i i do truly believe that you know our schools are uh, uniquely positioned um to 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 uh uh contribute uh, to the public good um and i you know and, and i i continue um to sort of have to come back to that uh, mm-hmm. and to sort of um, ground myself in that um so yeah i mean i think um in terms of sort of reservations uh, things that i continue to be apprehensive about it's it's you know it's it's thinking about the ways in which this is a being ahead of school is, is, is a lifestyle, you know, as we've been told. And, and is that something that, um, you know, we're ready to sort of dedicate, um, you know, our, our, most of our waking hours to is, 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 is something that I continue to think about. But, um, but again, uh, I, I continue to sort of gain, uh, get my, get sort of kind of strength from, seeing sort of the incredible ways that my students are advocating for themselves, uh, seeing the ways in which our schools uh, continue to be laboratories of of innovation and and, and experimentation and, and just the ways in which we're, we really are in a position to, you know, as, as um, John Allman uh, said a couple of, a couple of days ago, sort of revive this, social aspect of, of education and and, and, and th- those are really the reasons why i um i remain optimistic um and, and and sort of continue to be uh committed uh and excited about this work so no you answer you answer my you answer my question before i even got to it donald you're you're, you're just like that <laughs> uh and so you know basically yeah the question was you know in those times of you know self-doubt what 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 brings you back and it sounds like it's not only your students, but a certain sort of hope, um, a hope in uh, some of the things that you're, that you're seeing, um, that things can be different, but it's going to take some work. Absolutely. Let me get you out of here on this, Donald. What, if you had one more hour in the day, what would you do? Oh, wow. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, I think uh, a couple of different answers. I mean, right now, uh as we're sort of doing this uh <laughs> this, <laughs> this intense summer program uh it'd probably be it'd probably um be uh it'd be to work out you know i've been kind of yeah. it's been tough to sort of uh maintain that sort of uh that balance just in the past couple of weeks and even even during just covid and quarantine and sort of lockdown um I'm a, I usually go to the gym. I, I'm, I'm a member of the 92nd Y, which is just right across from Dalton on the Upper East Side. And, you know, I'd, as soon as I, as soon as I get out of work, I would usually go over there and, you know, get on the heavy bag for 40, 40 minutes or, mm. uh, you know, on the elliptical or whatever else. And that's important for me and sort of central to my, my, my self care is, 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 um, you know, sort of my, my physical health. So yeah, I think it'd be to get a, get a workout in or, uh, you know, med- I could always meditate a little bit more, um, you know, a little bit of yoga perhaps. Um, yeah, I think it'd definitely be 
uh, get a little bit more exercise. So, <laughs> yeah, you and me both. I don't know when's the last time I uh, had a had a second to do so. Yeah, uh, even but... or even put a couple of jump shots up. I don't know. Last, yeah, not, not on the last they've, time I touched a basketball either. So they've taken the hoops down around here. So yeah, it's going to be a while. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, Donna, we really appreciate your time. Um, this has been a lot of fun. I've, I've, I've learned a lot. It's also been awesome talking to you, Darren. I really appreciate it. Right. Appreciate your time. Take care. All right. Take care.